Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We always hear about uh, Canada. We always see it uh, starring in movies and television. And usually it's a Canadian city posing as an American city. I was watching uh, the TV show on Disney Plus called What We Do in the Shadows. It's a comedy about vampires. If you haven't seen it, it's really funny. And they were supposed to be walking the streets of New York at night. And you could see a shopper's drug mart in the background. Busted. Uh, they make it in Toronto. Uh, and of course, the big show these days is The Last of Us on HBO. It's a zombie-type thriller, a huge hit. That story takes place in the U.S., but they filmed the first season in Alberta, and they've just announced the next season is being produced in British Columbia. So it's nice when you can watch a show that is actually about Canada. It's made by the CBC, of course, but... Uh, the new reality show Canada's Ultimate Challenge turns uh, some of the coolest spots across the country into obstacle courses and other challenges, and it uses all the natural beauty of Canada. Uh, they traveled 13,000 kilometers from coast to coast to film this show, Canada's Ultimate Challenge, over 32 days, uh, and uh, it looks pretty cool. And uh, the co-hosts of that show are Nikki Rays and Craig McMorris, and Nikki Rays is with us. Hi, Nikki. Thanks for uh, talking to us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so so people might know you from TSN. You've done all sorts of work as a as a reporter and anchor, and now you're doing this. Yeah, absolutely. I've uh, been around the block uh, covering the sports scene in Toronto for for a number of years, uh, and then this opportunity came up with the CBC to to host the show with Craig McMorris, and I couldn't say no. Just being being able to travel this beautiful country of ours and work with some iconic. Canadian athletes um, and get paid on the side, you know, it was a pretty sweet deal. So uh, <laughs> it was quite a life experience and I'm so happy that I was able to be a part of it. Yeah. So it sounds like it was quite action packed because you did it over 32 days. So you must have logged a lot of miles. We did. We logged a lot of miles. Uh, like you said, 32 days and there was about 125 of us forecasting crew traveling to each city and then at every city that we went to there was additional 30 to 40 people so there was a lot of hands on deck and and there was a lot of you know long days and long nights but you know when you're you're having fun and you love what you do it, it never felt like that um it never felt like work and and as you mentioned we were in some amazing beautiful cities and doing these incredible challenges. So it was always interesting to see, okay, what do they have in store next? And, you know, trying to wrap my head around who came up with these challenges. Uh, it was pretty exciting to see what they had in store everywhere we went. Right. And Canada is so big that mm -hmm. I, most people that I know who are from some city in Canada have not been everywhere. They haven't been all the way to the West Coast. They haven't been all the way to the Maritimes. Was Were some of these destinations a first for you? Um, you know, I did a lot of traveling for work, covering the different uh, sports teams across Canada. So I've been fortunate in that regard. But I got to see it in a totally different light. Like, we were outdoors in the elements. And, and, and you're right. Otherwise, if it wasn't for work, you know, I, I hardly get to travel. As, and I would never travel like this. And that's what I really loved about this, this show is that it, the, the Canada became like, you know, a third cast member or another cast member, if you will. You got to see some beautiful things and beautiful places. And I know, like, I, w I w didn't expect to fall in love with 
white horse in the Yukon the way that I did. And of course, every time I go out to D.C., I, I kick myself. I'm like, why don't I live out west? Why am I in Toronto? <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just awesome to see all the different cities and to meet all the different people and just see how each province just was was its own was its own place. It was its own special treasure. So tell us about the obstacles and the the challenges that were that are part of this show, and uh, and and how did you sort of work these Canadian sites into them? Man, I tell you, I don't know how they came up with these, but they they took some iconic landmarks in Canada, and then they just like you said made them into obstacle courses. So uh, one of my favorite ones was uh, Le Chateau Frontenac in Quebec City. And they made uh, <laughs> they made the players uh, repel and and use the, the chateau itself uh, as an obstacle course. And it, you know the producers when they went to the Fairmont and say, "Hey, do you want to do this to uh, your historic hotel? What do you guys think?" Nobody really thought that they were going to allow us to do it, but they're like, "Yeah, sure, that sounds like a great idea." And so we just kind of kept doing that every city that we went to, every province that we were in, uh, and, and just were able to showcase each place in, in, a, in a really unique way. Yeah, because it sounds very illegal. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds really dangerous, but thankfully no one has heard. Uh, you know, there was every safety precaution was taking place. And then, you know, it, it, so it was all it was all over over the table, over overboard. It was, it was great. It was great. Yeah, I would imagine. I'm sure it was all fully permitted. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> so give me an example of how you uh, I guess that was just an example, but uh, how you used different things like uh, like rivers and and different uh, sites. And then you kind of m- meshed them into these challenges. Yeah, so like when we were at West uh, in, in, in Whistler, the Olympic Park Village, we, we used that one as our first challenge. And, you know, usually you ski down a, a ski slope, and this one they had to uh, race up of it. There was an obstacle course, and then the end of it, the players had to race up the, the ski hill. And we took a bridge in Squamish, and we built the obstacle course underneath that. And so it was just really, really unique ways um to portray these iconic, you know, uh, landmarks in Canada. And uh, I, I will tell you, it, each each player that was competing in the show, they're, they're all athletes, and they're all, like, amateur athletes at that, but they're all elite athletes. And in some of the challenges were not just physically taxing, taxing, but mentally taxing. Uh, and so it was interesting to see that it wasn't, it wasn't always the strongest or, you know, most muscular person that was going to win a challenge because it did really take a lot of fortitude and uh, and then definitely the the celebrity coaches that were coaching them, like the Donovan Baileys and the Winnie Corn Millers and Clara Hughes, to draw that out of them. That was also a nice wrinkle to the show and, and, and very interesting to watch. Right. And I want to talk about some of those celebrity coaches. Where did you find the people, though? Where did you find the contestants? You know what? Um, there was a, a casting call that CBC and Insight Productions put out. And, and so they just, you know, these everyday Canadians applied and, and they left their families and their lives for 32 days to be a part of this. And it was awesome because, you know, everyone had something to prove to themselves, uh, maybe to the people at home, uh, and just really push themselves to the limit. And so uh, I'm glad that the, everyone that came out uh, did and gave it their all. And I was really proud of the diversity that, that was shown on the show of, of not just like skin colors and but like you name it every every walk of life every ability and and you know was showcased on the show and so uh that was really important and and special to watch as well did it get nasty because it's a reality show and did did it ever get uh you know did people gang up on other people 
Yeah, you know what? There was some of that. When you have competitive juices flowing the way that they were, um, yeah, things got pretty, pretty chippy and pretty chirpy. Um, but thankfully, that's where the coaches would step in and, and you know try to rein people in. But well, when you're you know when you when you're competing for something that means something to you, uh, yeah, things can get a little bit heated. And, and I love seeing that. I love seeing the passion uh, come out of people. But thankfully, no lines were ever crossed. I was mentioning, I was asking whether it got ugly because, I mean, that's sort of the fun of these shows, isn't it? When they, the people turn on each other. Yeah. Oh, people like watching car wrecks for some reason, right? Um, fortunately, there was a bit of that uh, in Canada's ultimate challenge when players wouldn't listen to their coaches or wouldn't listen to their teammates or especially not working together as a cohesive unit. We would see some fighting. Um, but it was, it was. I would say, you know, I'm, I'm pretty proud that it, people were able to keep their cools and it never got personal. Uh, it never got the, to, too testy. But yeah, when people are competitive and and, and it means something to them to win uh, and to excel, uh, yeah, the competitive juices were definitely flowing, and, and there was some some heated moments. So, what was the most challenging challenge <laughs> that they had to do in your in your mind? <laughs> You know what? It's, it all depends. Like if you're afraid of heights, uh, there were some challenges that were that were really going to make you hyperventilate. And uh, if you're claustrophobic, uh, there's one that we did in a separate um, a mine cave. Uh, they had to do a mine rescue, uh, carrying gear, and they had to pull out a dummy, a hundred pound dummy. And so, like for me, I could never do that. I could never be in a mine because I'm claustrophobic. So I, I think it really it depends uh, what kind of challenges or, or you know maybe blocks that you have personally uh, but there were some people who were definitely afraid of heights and, and they would defer that challenge to, to their teammates if they, they couldn't do it and, and I respected that people were like you know what I can't do that or, or that I can do that and um, but when people couldn't do it they, they, they step back and you know let their, their teammates shine so I appreciated that. Right. And so it was sort of an arrangement where the challenge is they would have coaches and you would bring in these celebrity coaches so tell us about that. Yeah, so there were six teams of four people, and there were six iconic, legendary, as you mentioned, uh, athletes that were that were coaching them. And you have Super Bowl champion Luke Wilson, Donovan Bailey, who, who needs no introduction, Clara Hughes, our most decorated uh, Canadian Olympian, um, uh, uh, Winnie Corn Miller, Ken Kish, uh, and I'm probably missing so oh, Gilmore Jr. and another you know uh, Olympian of ours, and so. You have different coaches, different styles, and it was really interesting to see how people, uh, how they would approach coaching their, their teams. Um, Clara Hughes is, is a very, very loving, sensitive, caring uh, person, and you could see that in how she approached it. And then there's Luke Wilson, who, you know, he brought his football ball mentality uh, to his team and, and used that to push and motivate them. So uh, it was nice to see, you know, Donovan Bailey unhinged at times because when do we ever get to see these people, you know, really be themselves? And um, I, I loved watching that. You know, I, I, as you mentioned, I've worked in sports for, for over 20 years, and we're so used to hearing athletes give stock answers, you know, the, right. the Huston deep, the give 110% kind of thing. And But this, you get to really see them as as people and as, as who they, you know, who they really are. And so... Uh, it was that was that was a lot of fun to see, and they're real Canadian treasures too. And this show is such a showcase of this country from coast to coast. Um, you must be very proud of that. I absolutely am. I absolutely am. I mean, we're all uh, proud Canadians that we're working on that show. But what I love is that this is this 
this show was conceived and made in Canada, and it's something that we can call our own. You know, we didn't take a product that was uh, that's already airing in the states and then just kind of do a spin-off. This was ours, and and we were able to showcase uh, this beautiful country of ours. And you know, sometimes it it wasn't meant to be a tourism board <laughs> tool, but like it, it, you got to see some pretty awesome parts of this country, and I hopefully you know. People and Canadians watching this were motivated to get out more and explore this beautiful country of ours because it's huge and it has a lot to offer. So it's a bit of a tourism commercial with a little bit of backstabbing <laughs> reality. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> I, I may be playing up the backstabbing, but I just, that's what I love about these reality shows is all the backstabbing. So, yeah, I mean, there are things happening that we didn't catch on camera. Um, but, but you, you know, when you're traveling for 32 days with people and, and in close quarters, yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff that can happen, for sure. Yeah, so we're, we're talking to Nikki Rays, co-host of Canada's Ultimate Challenge on CBC. Uh, when does it debut? Uh, it already debuted, so we just actually wrapped the season uh, on Thursday. Um, we The show came out in February. It was eight episodes, um, but you can catch them all on CBC Gems, streaming free on, on that platform. And so uh, the cat's out of the bag. The winner has been announced. I, maybe I won't say it now. Don't say it now. Um, you, you, you can, yeah, you can go ahead and watch it on, on CBC Gem at, at your convenience. Um, but it, it's out there, and, and we're hoping for uh, a second season so that we can continue uh, to showcase uh, this beautiful country. And a lot of people know you, especially in Toronto, as a as a sports anchor, reporter. Um, how, it, it's kind of nice to see uh, you move on to something like this. Like, how did how did that kind of work prepare you for this? Um, man, you know, it, I want to say that it did and it didn't because uh, working in sports is an a little bit different than, than doing reality television. Uh, so personally, I, I loved being able to do this because it made me challenge myself. It, it was something different and outside of my comfort zone of, of working in sports. And so, um, but there, there is, you know, of course, I talk to people, I, I work with people, and I ask questions on a daily basis uh, in, in the broadcasting world. And so I was able to transfer some of those skills and, and just, you know, still be around athletes and have that passion and see that drive. And, and I love being around uh, the competitive spirit. And so, yeah, doing the show was, it was definitely a great experience for me. Yeah. Do you, do you think it's easier for women to work in the sports media field now than it was? I guess that might be obvious, hey? Yeah, and no, I, I hope it is. I really do. I think we, we've, we've come definitely a long way from where when I started um, over 20 years ago. And so uh, I, I love to see that, you know, it's so important to have different perspectives and, and different views, worldviews, uh, you know, co covering sports and, and, and most things in life, uh, frankly. So I love that women are getting opportunities now and, and that they know that they can do this and that they're welcome to do it um, and that they're good at it. And so, yeah, we, we've... Uh, We've come a long way, and we still have some ways to go, but uh, I definitely love not being the only female uh, in the locker room anymore. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.